Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Who the hell am I? I'm a construction worker. After the bathroom, I said, be right back. I'm a cop, you idiot. Pasta. Oh, I'm Detective John Kimball. Who is your daddy? Answer the question. And what does he do? Put that cookie down. Now. Tom. Dave. This is no game. No. Standing in the dark, I swear I heard you calling my name. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew things had changed. Roll the dice. (laughs) Those restless hearts. (laughs) Oh, beautiful. It's so good. It's it's one of my favorite songs of this era. You got the right spot. Something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's so perfect. I fucking love that song. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Honestly, we could have done the entire podcast series about that song. It's uh, It's, it's really, so it was epic. all just building up to us being able to talk about Restless Hearts. Yeah. It's the perfect, because it's it's just like the perfect 80s mo- movie yeah. ending song where it's like, like, oh yeah, this was a romance the whole time. And it's like, wait, was it? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Like I think I I think I had read they're also very modular. Like I think I'd read that Restless Hearts was originally going to supposed to be in a different movie and it wound up Perfect. in this movie. It's like Perfect. um one of the uh I like I think it was going to be in Rocky 4 uh or something. Oh, that's perfect. Like yeah, and like um yeah, that 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 kind of stuff happens all the time. Yeah. Or at least it, one... it did around this time with like Schwarzenegger and Stallone movies where they would just they would have this awesome pop song recorded like all right so it's gonna go in this movie nah i feel like it's gonna go better in this movie all right we'll <laughs> just shuffle it over to running man has nothing to do with the running man well but the line is i'm gonna lose this restless heart running away with you so running away see mm-hmm. see tom <laughs> it's perfect uh this is into the universe by the way into the, into the, into the mystery universe Mr. universe yeah. this is a podcast we're mm-hmm. in a podcast right now we are we are within a podcast dave you and i we're we're, we're inside it we're piloting yeah. this podcast <laughs> uh, this is a we're two running men if you will yeah that's exactly what mm-hmm. we are yep, we, we yep. slid down the the inappropriate yep. weird fucking sled yeah in our, in our sled. in our equally inappropriate yellow body condoms yep and now we're just in a like a very confusing map. Yeah. <laughs> that's like indoors but not and also has a radio listen, like there's satellite. some indoor structures. Yeah. Um yeah, this is listen folks. Hi, welcome. Hello. It, it's a it's a podcast where we're we're going through Arnold Schwarzenegger films. We're we're exploring each of these many universes of Schwarzenegger and talking about the differences between them. Uh and then I don't know, we'll declare a winner. Uh this is brought to you by Norm from Cheers, our producer. Yeah, thank you so, thank much. You so much. Yeah. This is a show and we at, might have just done anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And as you guys have figured out, we're at nineteen eighty seven's The Running Man. Mm. Same year as Predator, but came out later. Yeah. 
directed big, by Starsky. Big year for for old, for old Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is directed by uh, Paul Mitchell Glazer, Starsky from Starsky and Hutch. Sure, that's can, that is what he is most known for. You can detect. He also it a did Kazam. Bit. Yeah, he also did Kazam, mm-hmm. uh, The Cutting Edge. Yeah, those all have that real Starsky fingerprints to them. Yeah, and it was written by. It was written by Die Hard. D'Souza. D'Souza. Yeah. Uh, writer of Commando, mm-hmm. another Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Tomb Raider. Sure. Uh, Judge Dredd. Dave, listen, we don't need to do this all the time. Uh, I think it's interesting. It is a yeah, little interesting. <laughs> but he also Street Fighter the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Written he did that and as directed well. by, I believe. But anyway. Yeah. That's so neither we're gonna go there. Yeah, we're going to go through the plot, and then we're going to talk about, uh, we gonna have a section, Technically Not Arnold, where we talk about, you know, Arnold the character. How is he different? Right. Then we have Definitely Not Arnold, where we talk about the side characters. Oh, man. Um, like Predator, this is a real buffet of fucking freaks <laughs> running around yeah. in this movie. It's so oh, yeah. great. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to decide the, ne- the most Arnold moment, and then we have to rate it, and... Uh, What's our rating system again, Tom? Remind me. Uh, like one to ninety-seven restless hearts, I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 That that makes sense. Yeah. As Between one and ninety-seven do. restless hearts. That's you know you guys know if you've been listening to the show for this long. It's our our tried and true metric for rating each movie. It's uh, one to ninety-seven restless hearts. Yeah. Um, never right. been any well, different. It, no. Never never changes. It's never changed. It, it's always been that. So I'm surprised mm-hmm. you forgot. But it's all right. I'm here to remind you. Uh, you know, there's some first timers mm-hmm. who might not know. Uh, so it's the world. It's the year 2017. Sure. Uh, the world economy has collapsed. Why Food, not? Comma natural resources and oil are in short supply. A police state divided into paramilitary Terry zones. Television is controlled by the state, and a sadistic game show called The Running Man has become the most popular program in history. All art, music, and communications are censored. No dissent is tolerated, and yet a small resistance movement has managed to survive underground. When high-tech gladiators are not enough, not enough to suppress the people's yearning for freedom, more direct methods become necessary. I love that this entire world is held together by a simple, like a single dystopian gladiator game show. They always That's, are. Uh, it's it, Hunger yeah. Games. Uh, it, it's always like one. Uh, the the battle royale thing in battle royale it's always one game or attraction or something right. that's like inexplicably holding this whole dystopia together it's like right. really it's, people are so into this gladiator tv show that they're just fine with the dystopia huh okay yeah it's so it's so silly that it's they... extremely silly. we also never really get to see how the what the dystopia is like we don't really see right. the dystopia we just well the only dystopian aspect we see is the fact that this tv network kind of seems to call the shots or at least have right. carte blanche to do whatever it wants uh, <laughs> yeah, the glue that holds together society that's yeah. a bad government mm-hmm. i i here's what i will say they do right is so they show the slums um and the food riots right the smart thing they do is they show like the middle class when he goes mm-hmm. to his brother's apartment and they're at the airport and stuff. Like you do get a sense of like there are people because like I'm like it's one of those things like the Hunger Games always bothered me because it was like how many districts and only one of them is actually happy. 
And it's like, how is this sustainable? Uh, like, in order for a dystopian uh, situation to be sustainable, I imagine there has to be, like, a large group of people who are satisfied with their lives. And it seems like they show that a little bit here. Like, it's not just miles of slums. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so there's normally they, they do focus on like extreme poverty and in, in, in dystopian movies. So you tend to get stuck in the where we're stuck in, where it's like, really, this TV show is enough to keep everyone in line, huh? So it is a smart yeah. idea to show the middle class where everybody that is just sort of like okay with going with it is a smart idea. Yeah, I think that's a smart idea with most dystopian stories in general. Uh, that yeah, some of them just fucking forget to do, uh, and this doesn't do that much but it does enough for me to make the leap of like okay the, there's enough people who like are satisfied with this world that that's why nothing has changed i guess still not sure why it all hinges on a game show but you know uh this of course has all the beautiful things that 80s 90s future movies have takes place in the past for us mm-hmm. um it's got big bulky technology Big old clacking keyboards, computer voices, saying stuff, uh, brutalist architecture, uh, uh, trash can fires, like outdated, like videotapes. She has videotapes, regular TVs, uh, shitty computer graphics that are like 3D. It's so it's so aesthetically perfect. Mm hmm. I love it. Tom. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. We should live there. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, that's we the vibe I'm picking there. up from you. Is that we should live yeah. there? Yeah. I would absolutely write episodes of Climbing for Dollars. That is a smart dystopian show. It's a really great show. I would put that show on now. And I think we've, yeah. we've done shows like that. That's the funniest mm-hmm. thing of watching The Running Man and watching like Robocop. And what their idea of dystopian television is, is pretty much just what TV is now. Oh, yeah. And that's like kind of, it's not, I mean, it's obviously it's not like that wild because these, obviously these were satirical. So that when you're satirizing something, you're taking a thing that as it exists now and then extrapolating it to its most absurd conclusion. So it's like, right. it's not entirely uh, crazy that they would come up with television that's very, very close to what we're actually watching in the future. But oh, yeah. It's still... It stings a little bit, and it should. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. like, climbing it's, for dollars. It's like, yeah, we have shows like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's always it's always a bummer watching this where they were like, the world is 2017, the economy has gotten worse, climate change has taken effect, and it's like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, in this, the president has an agent, and guess what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, is it's bleak. It's it's real bleak. It's real bleak. Yeah, these cheesy fucking eighties futuristic movies yeah. are. Can you imagine if, if if uh like I'm moving to RoboCop now, but it's like RoboCop it, it posits it's like can you imagine a world where like they advertise premium healthcare and performance healthcare? Right. And it's like yes, I can. It's like yeah. can you imagine a a, a future where um, there's a healthcare credit card? I'm like yes, I can. I have one. Yeah. I'm currently paying it off. A militarized police force. <laughs> a militarized like, no police shit. force, yeah. No shit. Oh, really? Huh. What would that be like? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So Arnold the story... starts out as, as Ben Richards, the butcher of Bakersfield. Yep. 
<laughs> which is uh, where I used to live. Yeah. And let me tell you, so the, the idea is that Bakersfield is is a big agricultural place for uh, uh, California. Uh, so that's the idea. Like, that's why they pinpointed him in such a... Also, it rhymes. Yeah. Or not it's rhymes. Alliterative. You know what I mean. Alliterative, yeah. So that's why they pinpoint such a specific, a weirdly specific city uh, in California. And it's like they're rising up because there's not enough food. And it's like, buddy, I lived in Bakersfield for a year, like last yeah. year. Yeah, that's kind of the case. Right. It is sort of a blasted cauldron out there now. <laughs> Fucking um, 120 yeah, degrees in the sun. No, it's not happy place. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, um, uh, there are probably going to be some food riots in Bakersfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it, they, they depict it like a city. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's no not part that. of it. Yeah. It's like they were showing us, like, well, maybe this is future Bakersfield, but it sure looks a lot like 1980s Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Most of this does. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's funny how often that happens. <laughs> Yeah, How so many '80s dystopias just look like downtown Los Angeles, yeah. like lit funny. Yeah, <laughs> like that's just a little darker too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ben Richards uh, is ordered to fire on all these people, and he does not. So they subdue him, and then they frame him for firing all on the people. But they were gonna like. So I don't think this is a plot hole or anything. I was just is was the plan to throw him under the bus either way like i i assume they don't fire on crowds of innocent people that often apparently they do this i mean this opening this scene so makes no sense then. because yeah they have him fly out there and he's the pilot and they're like open fire on these citizens like no but he's like surprised so there's there's a couple of things that I, right, that I it's would, like, what would, were you going there Right, to do? like, what? what did you think? Like, you've been in this in this military with this government for a while now. Surely this is not the only, the first civilian uprising you've had to suppress. What did you think you were going out there to do? You're flying a right. gunship out there. Like, you're not dropping, right. you're not dropping food. You're not dropping rations from this helicopter. You've got a guy sitting on a machine gun in this helicopter. Right, and then, again, they, they pin it on him. I guess to me that says they they've really handled propaganda, right? Like people just don't know that they that's, regularly that's the do idea. this, and that's that's yeah. that's what the movie's going for. The movie's really concerned with the propaganda element of dystopias, yeah. Which it's obviously a world of it's, deeps. It's, it's talking about TV, so yeah, of course. Yeah, I had a moment where I was like, when they throw together the fake murder video near the end with Jesse Ventura, I was like, man, you couldn't trust anything in this universe with all these. Oh yeah, deep fakes. Deep fakes. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's it's that where they can like really quickly throw together these propagandas, and I guess people just haven't realized that this is a world where people are kind of naive about media. Extremely so. But I, I mean, is it any different than they are now? They're just naive in a different direction. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, where it's like Man, everyone is lying to us, but Fox News. Really? Right. Really. Yeah. Let's think about that for a second. I mean, it's yeah. it's the same thing. It's just in the opposite direction. It's true. Yeah, man, that's bleak. Yeah, but yeah, he, it's real he, fucking bleak. Yeah. I also just real quick. I love that you just keep calling them propagandas. Propagandas. You know, they've, got, they've got running around there with their propagandas. They're throwing <laughs> the, propagandas the propagandas all over town. You've seen the propagandas. Yeah, there they are. Yeah, it yeah. works. They got a collection of it. Just throwing yeah. his propagandas up on every street corner. <laughs> like, we don't know what's really going on with all these propagandas. Yeah. 
so Ben Richards goes to a work camp mm-hmm. uh, with explodey explodey heads. Explodey yeah, head with, work uh, camp. A, a king. We keep seeing him. We're going to continue to see him. Um, Thomas Rosales Jr. Uh, Which one is that? He's the guy who plays a uh, Latino henchman in like every eighties movie. Oh, he's the guy yeah. who initially runs off and gets his head blown up. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That guy. Yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't last long. He's been in so many movies that we've covered on various yeah. podcasts. <laughs> he's also hero. in Briscoe County jr. Fuck. Yeah. Of yeah. course he is. Yeah. Um, they successfully hack the thing and they break out of the prison mm-hmm. Uh, they go and join the revolutionaries. Arnold doesn't want any of that. Um, he wants to go see his brother. Of, yeah, he's like a he's like starts as like a cynic, right? Where he's like nothing's gonna change. Kind of yeah, it makes sense because he it, he was a uh, he was on the inside. He was a military guy, so he's like yeah, he's a cop. Yeah, why bother? We just it's it's all stupid. We might as well just be a policeman's and 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 put the propagandas up. So then they get nice apartment. Like he really doesn't yep. see the point in joining the resistance. I wrote. I have the exact line. Okay, um, good. Which I, I was gonna, believe it or I not, gonna, I was ad-libbing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to save it for the next section, but um, he, he says, the, the revolutionary guy says, perhaps he's seen too much. Arnold says, I've seen too much. All I've seen is a bunch of low foreheads who think they can change the world with dreams and talk. It's too late for that. If you're not ready to act, give me a break and shut up. Uh, it should be noted that he needs them at this moment to not have his head exploded. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, and also, so, they're all in prison for going against the government. So it's like, like I get your yeah. sentiment. Like he's like, I'm tired of. He's basically saying he's tired of clicktivism. He's like, if you're yeah. gonna, if you're gonna be a revolution, be a revolution. Stop talking about it. It's like, sure, that's a fair point. But you're saying that to two revolutionaries who are currently in prison with you. For going well, no, against the government. They, yeah, who broken out of prison. Oh, right. This is when moment. they break out. Right? Yeah, this, this is, is when the guy is literally there to, he's in the seat to have his head explodey collar taken off. And it's like, don't insult this man. Oh, wait, man. this is later when they meet Mick Fleetwood? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's totally Mick Fleetwood in old man makeup. Yeah, that's that's weird, huh? Um, I think Dweezil Zappa is one of his, Dweezil or Jesus. Ahmed, Dweezil or Ahmed is one of his uh, resistance underlings. That's uh, that's real weird. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. It's, there's like randomly, uh, fucking Mick Fleetwood, Mick Fleetwood, and another uh, the the son of a notable another notable musician in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Sure, maybe Starsky's just man. really into them. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I bre- think he- I think Mick Fleetwood is literally playing Mick Fleetwood because his name in the movie is Mick, and I think they refer to like his past career of being like an incendiary person. For real? I think so. Like, his name in the okay, film is okay. Mick, I believe. So, here, I'm looking at the IMDb. I don't know if this makes a difference. He's credited as Mick, spelled M I C, uh, where Mick Fleetwood is M I C K. I don't Does think that, it matters, uh, I don't think. Do you <laughs> think, think Mick Fleetwood playing him? Like, the idea is that he, like, dropped the K so people didn't know he was Mick Fleetwood? Maybe. Or maybe he just yeah. lost it in the revolution and in, in, the, in the years in between. Uh, right, they rumors and K's. this dystopia, like yeah, just fighting through the wastelands, the post-apocalypse. Yeah. He lost that K, but yeah, it's like when Tom Petty shows up in the Postman as Tom Petty. Right, right. That's fucking weird. It's um, also kind of awesome. Yeah. So he takes the disguise of a construction worker. Mm-hmm. You know, so he doesn't seem out of place. 
Just Honestly, walking around with that fucking hard hat. He has about three disguises he can wear in public, and it's lumberjack, construction worker, and fireman. <laughs> yeah, you, you're those not are the wrong. only the... Th- those are the only three disguises Arnold Schwarzenegger can wear in public. <laughs> you're right. It's the most he can blend in. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Um, he goes to his brother's Wait, house. You gonna put a T-shirt on him? No. Like, what happens when he puts on the Tommy Bahama shirt at the airport? They spot him immediately. Immediately. Um, yeah, he kidnaps a lady in her own home because she's in his... His, uh, his brother's old apartment. Brother's old apartment. He wants to get on a plane. He basically uses her as a hostage. And then they uh, they catch him at the airport. And he is thrown into the running man because um, Richard Dawson sees it. Yeah, uh, Richard Dawson. Sees the... As Damon Killian. Uh, and so, and, and you, you know the film. He goes, it's a series of fucking uh, weirdos that he has to fight. Yeah, it's, Ameri- he, it's, it's, it's American Gladiators to the death. You guys know Yeah, that, right? and he, he proves his innocence. And the movie abruptly ends as Richard Dawson gets fucking hurled into a sign One and dies. One of the greatest villain deaths in any Arnold movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Which, again, kind of... Uh, should probably mention this next section, but he says, drop dead. And he says, I don't do requests. Not the most badass line. No, but and it's then, glib. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> he hurls him into the billboard. And he says, well, that hit the spot. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Not your best lines, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Cause, which is funny because this movie is full of some of his best ones. Like yeah, this, I, this, and, this and Commando are like, s tier in terms of arnold one-liners but then there's also some where it's like yeah like that hit the spot it's like was that what's that yeah. a reference to like is that a, is that a pun what, yeah. what a... you're not like an archer or so you weren't like taking a sip of seven up when you said that like yeah they're just sort of uh, like kind of puns that don't really relate too much to anything that's happening yeah like i don't this do requests actually... were you a dj like what <laughs> why would you say that yeah, I don't know what it means. It's 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 one of those. Well, we'll talk about it in the next section. Like Arnold always has these one-liners, and they sometimes are appropriate, and they sometimes aren't. I would argue they're not too appropriate in this context, but it's fine. Um, they, they are. More there was than a line not, I like, noticed. Yeah, yeah there's a line I noticed for the first time in this that I really like. Oh, go ahead. Which was on me. Um, the character shit. What's her name? Um, um, uh, um, it's, um, it's Maria Conchita Amber, Alonso. Amber, Amber. That's her name. Okay. Mendez, Amber Mendez says, um, uh, <laughs> "We should have taken that trip to Hawaii." And he says, "I had the shirt for it, but you fucked it up." <laughs> I think that's a cute line. That, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, he says <laughs> yeah. it like under his breath at the end of yeah. the scene, so it's easy to miss it. But it's a fucking great line. <laughs> yeah, that's a really solid line. Yeah, you fucked that he up. He did. He had <laughs> the shirt for it. <laughs> Um, and it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good line. Yeah, um, yeah. They they blow him up. They they and then yeah, fucking restless heart plays. <laughs> the credits go, and you're like, shit. I guess that's the movie. And he shares meaningful romantic looks with both Amber and Sven Olsen. <laughs> we'll talk about. Yeah, Sven. We'll, we'll talk about Sven. I mean, I think they talked about this on how did this get made, but there's like a a fan theory that Sven is his brother. We'll oh talk about shit! It. We'll talk about it. Yeah, fucking Lafours. Yeah, Lafours. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. He's in Conan right. as well. I think he's uh, Arnold's one of Arnold's like training partners, I think. That checks out. For bodybuilding, uh, so he shows up in a lot of his movies. We'll talk about his arc. He has quite the arc. Yeah. But first, we are any other thoughts about the movie, or should we get into... I mean, this movie fucks. It fucks hard, Dave. Yeah, this movie fucks it hard. It fucks we haven't hard talked and about it fucks what, well. Yeah, we haven't talked about what we think of it, but it's like, it's like water. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I just... You know, it's life. It's one of those movies, like Commando, um, I'll watch it whenever it's on. It's like a cartoon. It's just a blast Beautiful. from start to finish. Um, it's not super problematic, so that's nice. Yeah, it's mostly just bat shit. It's mostly and just out of its goddamn gourd. Yeah, is, based off, nice. I guess, a Stephen King book, sort of. Sort of. The it's a it's a it's one of the Bachman books. Uh, it's very very different. Uh, it's so so different that it's barely even worth comparing the two. Of course, yeah. Um, um, but yeah. But it uh, it. it all right, well, let's get into technically not Arnold. Yeah. Because what I want to say is this is part of his streak of appearing in high concept sci-fi mm-hmm. action. Like Arnold, we talked about it with Predator. It During this era, he's not making like, okay, so I'm on a boat and there's terrorists and I kill them no, all. No, he did like, like through none of the 80s did he make that movie really. It's like, yeah. like raw deal basically and Red Heat, I guess, are the closest you can get to those. But even Red Heat's a little outside the box. But it's really what set him apart. Mm-hmm. All the way to Hercules in New York, where he takes these roles that are like, this isn't just like he's like a genre some guy. guy. Yeah, and it's yeah. and it's not, and it's not action. That's the genre. It's like I mean, it's always action's always obviously a component of it. But it's always like we were saying, it's always these high concept sci fi or like these weird fantasy movies. He picks interesting movie yes this is this is the anti-action like this is like this is like most i feel like most actions are like very often like pro cop you know pro authority and this is the opposite this is like dystopian uh class struggles Mm -hmm. uh it's just a very interesting idea and predator was that too because Pre- yeah. Predator is very don't trust the government. Like he and his team are outsiders. They get screwed over by Dylan and the CIA. Right. Um, it's about like there's a whole element of, yeah, they sent us down here to do one thing, but it's actually something else. Yeah. They like befriend one of the gorillas that they were supposed to be. Like she becomes a valuable member of the team. It's like it's surprisingly subversive for the the action genre in the Reagan 80s to be exactly. this like. Yeah, kind of it's fuck incredible. the government and the military, right? Yeah, they kind of suck. <laughs> yeah. This is about a cop getting radicalized. Yes. It's about That's a cop, yeah, at. cop getting radicalized. That's Welcome crazy. to the resistance, Ben Richards. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Um, uh, we also get a very rare, rare type of Arnold, which is Beard Arnold. Ah, oh, Beard Arnold uh, is so good, too. I know he has like this scraggly little piece of shit beard mm-hmm. um, when he's a prisoner, and then his mugshot—he has a mustache. He knows that. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Beautiful. We don't get too many yeah. variations of facial hair, Arnold, in the eighties. Um, so we you got to cherish these small oases, oases uh, when you can. when you get them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Just 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 bend your your your, your lips to its cool waters. Yep, <laughs> the cool <laughs> waters of Arnold's beard. Mm, mm, yum, 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 yum. Oh, man. Drink, drink from that beard. Suckle the dew yeah. from that beard. Oh man, 
Um, what do you think of him as a character? I He comes off like he's supposed to be cynical. He comes off as weirdly smug. And again, he's a cop. He's, uh, he's glib. This is, this is, I think this is, um, as interesting this movie is and as unique as it is as a premise uh, and how delightfully fun and out of its mind it is, his character in this is probably the closest we get to this in this period to Arnold just playing Arnold. Yeah, it's not it much of a character. He's just It doesn't feel like it fits. Right. This is this is feels like the the performance that's most affected by Arnold the actor, like his persona and his image cuz he's just being glib fun Arnold in this. Like he's just doing the one-liners. He's kind of like I think we mentioned this in his in the Commando episode where Commando is is like self-parody. Yeah. But he hadn't done those movies yet. Uh, so he was like, right. he was parroting a career that he himself didn't really have yet, and so like this, ro- the the performance in this movie is like one of the performances that Commando would be parodying. Yeah, you're right, and I would say in general, like a movie like this, you get so you, I would much like again love this movie, mm-hmm. but in terms of trying like if this was being made at the time, right, and if I was in charge of it, I would think of someone like Harrison Ford. Like someone who's not an action person playing right. this lot, like because he's supposed to be a helicopter pilot, so he doesn't have to be that fit. Mm-hmm. And then he should be on the run. He should be desperate. He should be like more. He should like when he like he's breaking out of the prison. He picks a guy up and says, "Give you a lift," and throws him. First yeah. of all, not again, not very creative of a line. No, <laughs> but, but also it's, it's like also he it's... shouldn't be joking. He should be desperately. When he's like hanging out with the 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 revolutionaries and he's just like, There's my ride and like it's just like completely and utterly There's two like, other I feel like there's two other ways you could go with this. Um, right. So with that tone, like the Arnold version is the fun version where it's just glib one liners tongue in cheek. You could do the serious version of that character, which I feel like would be Kurt Russell. Ooh yeah, Kurt Russell. Like, because you can see Snake Plissken in this situation, because he's of always course. in this situation. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I busted out. I'm not really interested in any of your resistance or whatever, but fine, I'll do it. Snake Plissken has won five Running Mans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Just, he has we killed, never saw this. He has movies. killed many Slayers. He has a necklace yeah. of their ears. Yeah. Um, the other version would be something like Daniel Radcliffe and Guns Akimbo. And I think that's right. I think that's what you're talking about, like a person who is out of their depth and kind of like desperate and scared. Right. At no point does Arnold seem like he's in trouble. No, he's never in and, trouble. Right. And this the whole setup of this movie is is should be that the best dystopian films are the ones where like they're barely getting by, which is again kind of a problem with some of the Hunger Games. I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like where that series went. But, like, it's another one where it's, like, this character has no trouble, really, at any point. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah. So, like, I don't know. It, it, it It's kind of the same deal where it's, like, he just topples this government. He just, he just fucking bulldozes them. Yeah, it's, it all depends on what tone you want. And I think this movie, uh, whatever caused them, whatever was, the like, the biggest catalyst that made them go with the goofball over the top just crazy ass uh action movie that's very tongue-in-cheek 
this are the, like they had to do this first like this this version of this character where he's like not really a character he's just arnold yeah. doing one-liners and being glib yeah that's the the tone they went with you're right and, and they nail it yeah. but it is very funny for like if you told me about this plot i would have not assumed you'd go with this tone like the third act the like the 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 like oh no we're in trouble is that arnold is defeated on a fake video mm-hmm. Like that's it. That's as much struggle as he does. Pretty to much, deal with yeah. In this they, film. They, none of the none of the slayers give him more than like thirty seconds of trouble. Right. Like some of them are just detonated immediately. Yeah. And literally. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So it, it, again, wonderful film. But I can see being I don't know Stephen King, <laughs> and being like, "What the fuck did you do?" <laughs> I what mean, did you do to my story? His it, the book is much more like what you're talking about, and it yeah, it take the, it's like a contest that takes place across the entire country, right? And, and yeah, any anyone can hunt him, so anyone can kill him. So there's like yeah, that, that's that fun. additional. It's it's much more of like a paranoid, desperate guy on the run. This yeah. is Arnold grabbing people by the balls and saying, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> I ice to see not crack a sweet nice. not crack a sweet dreams i would say so the most complex thing his character does in this is not kill dynamo because i feel i do feel like his character in predator commando or conan would have murdered yes dynamo so that Without that is question, the most complex yeah. he gets yeah is is ruining the um it's it's yeah it's like the one tr- identifiable trait that he has is one he's sort of he has like this detached irony. So he's in, that's a little bit interesting. Like there's, it's an interesting idea for like a character to, to come from the military or the police and be like, look, I know it's fucked, but like it's pointless to try to fight him. So why, why not just be like a low level grunt like I am? And then, uh, kind of getting brought around on that. That's not a bad idea, but like the one through line that he has is, not wanting to uh, kill defenseless people. So it's like, you know, he doesn't want to shoot on the shoot at the protesters in the beginning. It's like, I'm not going to fire on defenseless people. Uh, and then Dynamo is like flipped over in his stupid go-kart and he can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm we'll not going to kill this guy. stuck. Ah, oh, Dynamo. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Like a light, bright uh, rapist. Yep. that That is what he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to get into that? Into those... Side characters, do we have... He basically... It's what you said. It's not terribly complex. It's just Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, in this situation. Yeah, which, and again, then like makes that... For, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, it just makes for a great film that I would say is technically a failure in terms of <laughs> the plot <laughs> that it sets out. Like, it, it's mission statement, you know? Like, oh, yeah. It's not... Yeah, but it's for an Arnold's film, it's fucking glorious. I love it. Yeah, it's just trying to be a fun action movie. So the the character yeah. is, the character is nothing. He has no arc. Like he just sort of it's, decides to join the resistance because he's the good guy. Yeah, it's the fear and loathing in Las Vegas of Schwarzenegger films, which is that it's a failure technically, uh, but created in a very iconic thing. Yeah, uh, that is mostly just Arnold took over the film. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Definitely not Arnold. The, listen, 
there are so many ghouls in yeah. this film. I want to so start many with the dystopian ghouls. The dystopian guard that sounds like fucking Cabal. Like he's like, get out of here. <laughs> um, there's so many ghouls. I have to do at the top of this shout out to Kurt Fuller. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, he's barely play, in it. doing what he does best, though. Yeah. yeah. Slimy corporate I think Kurt Fuller. One of his first movies. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he knew what he was. He knew what he needed to be. Yeah. I mean, like right soon, not right after, but soon after this, he does no Holtz Bart. Thank God. And thank God. Yeah. The world's a better place for it. <laughs> yeah. Best, one of the best performances ever. Um, obviously, Richard Dawson as Damon Richard Killian. Dawson is an inspired piece of casting, like solid stunt casting. Obviously, um, well, maybe not obviously, but Richard Dawson, if you don't know, you're too young to remember, uh, was the host of uh, Family Feud. Right. Uh, for many, many years. The um, thing is, he was before my time, and so I mostly know him as the Running Man villain. Right. Like, obviously, I knew who he was, but uh, yeah, this is what I. This is the Dawson I grew up with. Yeah, he's a game show host, and he's like more than that. He was like the game show host for a while. He was like the Johnny Carson of game show hosts for a while. Right. Uh, you know, obviously, yeah, it's like Alec, Trebek. Alec, yeah, like what Trebek yeah. is now. Yeah. Uh, he sort of was then. Right, it's like if Trebek was the villain in John Wick. Yes. It, yeah, it's like, fuck yeah. Um, he's perfect. F- firing that guy mopping the floor. Yeah. His name is Damon Killian. Damon Killian. He's got, and it's just a thing that Richard Dawson himself does, but he always has his pinky raised. Yeah. And it's it's a perfect affectation for this character. They knew to basically just make him him. Yeah. Uh, he's because just playing that's an the... asshole version of himself. Yeah, I and love maybe that he, he was he... an asshole. I don't know, but still, it's yeah. perfect. I I love that he treats all the the fucking running men, running men like horses. Yeah, talks about their beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I would argue he's not wrong because Arnold is caught like a horse on the, at the airport. Yeah, they, they have to <laughs> chase him down the tarmac. It is like a horse escaping yeah, from just an airplane. Running. Yeah. yeah, they net him. They. That is a horse. That is a horse. Catch. It's just a loose horse on, yeah. the, on the fucking tarmac. Just galloping, just, freaking out, just sprinting. Yeah, eyes Arnold, wide <laughs> with confusion <whenever> Ar- <laughs> and terror. <laughs> whenever Arnold travels, you have to trank him because he'll freak out. And, yeah. you know, he'll kick the driver. Um, you have to transport him like a horse. He ha- you have to have a long yeah. cab, and he has to just stand up in the back. Yeah, I got to put blinders. Time. Yeah, <laughs> so he doesn't know he's moving. <laughs> but yeah, Richard Dawson, man, uh, absolutely killing it. He's incredible. Um, yeah, he's great. Flirting with all the old ladies, being being Richard Dawson. Um, there's what he of did. course he famously would go over and smooch the old ladies on. Yep, tongue, feed. tongue and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Freedom. Yeah, got, Jesse Ventura's Captain yeah, Freedom. <laughs> who has one of the weirdest arcs. Um, Captain, no, I get it. Captain Freedom, he's one he's of those. He's great. Yeah, he's a guy that sort of paid his dues. Like, he's like, look, I did, he's like, right. I did the Slayer thing. He's like the greatest Slayer. And now he's he's a retired sports guy, so he's doing commentating now. And so at the I end, love that when he's, like, he, oh, go he's ahead. in it for like the sport of it all, too. Yeah. I mean, he was a Slayer. I get it. Yeah. But like at the end when they're like, you got to get in there and fight him. He's like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. And then he I just did, quits. I did my time. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a great, because you, 
it's it's subversive. Yeah. Because you're expecting, obviously, he's going to be the final boss. And he's just like, nah. And he just wasn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I'm not going to wear all this shit. This stuff is garbage. Yeah. Um, I wonder I wonder how much of that was like Jesse Ventura's like real life libertarianism. It's like, yeah. Now you see, I wouldn't get in there with all this media culture because I've been in it for a <laughs> long time, Mac Man. And let me tell you. <laughs> God, I hope. Yeah. But um, it, is, it is that has always... It still surprises me. Like, I've seen this movie 30 times easily. Right. But, like, every, every time, time when it gets to Captain Freedom, it still really sticks out as, like, what a what a weird choice for this movie to make. <laughs> to just have right. Captain Freedom be like, you know what? Nah. It's, I'm not going to fight him. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, like, whenever I watch his fucking amazing workout video that I want... I always think, oh, yeah, this is the foreshadowing of the final boss. Like, yeah, I always forget. Uh, and I'm sure there's something it, in so there. So weird. I think that relates somewhat to the theme, if you want to do a little bit of the movie's work for it. Because he's, he's sort of like Ben Richards in that he was a dude that saw that it was futile to try to resist. So just tried to get by as as best as he could, working at, like, mid-level for the bad guys. But then when push comes to shove it's like no i he doesn't he doesn't act right. like this he doesn't believe in any of this like it's like oh i right. don't have i don't believe in anything i just i'm He's, just trying to get by yeah they definitely do this thing where they again building your entire dystopian government off of a game show yeah the moment anybody pushes it a little bit everybody just all the dominoes fall and that's yeah. what sven is as well i love sven's arc because he just gets really insulted by that steroids um, comment. And then later he's, he's like, Sven, step in. He goes, I got to score some steroids and also leaves. It's just, I love that idea of there's like muscle man solidarity. Yeah. They're buff dudes. Yeah. They're buff, just like, you know boys, what? A couple of buff We're boys not together. just horses. Yeah. We're not, we're not just a uh, couple of meatheads here to, to punch each other. Cause you say go. Yeah. That steroids comment really offended me. Yeah, you, you that, may fight that, Ben uh, Richards, Damon. Yeah, let's see yeah. how that works out for you. It's perfect. <laughs> Be- both of them, Captain Freedom and Sven, like these very unexpected arcs. It almost feels like the writer was like, "Shit, I need to keep this under like 110 pages. What do I do?" <laughs> like, oh shit, I got these two characters left. Ah, let's just have them quit. Right, like two of the most obvious mini bosses in movie history. Like yeah. those two characters in an action movie, clearly you're going to have, it's like Mark Dacascos and John Wick and John yeah. Wick three. You're like, well, that's that. He's like Captain Freedom. You're like, well, clearly he's going to have to, this guy's like a fun, charming character. Clearly they're going to have to fight. Nope. Yep. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's like he uses the fucking, the warp flute from Mario. Yeah. <laughs> like he just, just skips, skips them. right past them both. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird, but uh, like I, yeah, I love the choice because it's showing that the society is breaking down. Yeah, that he's he's winning their hearts. He he's winning have hearts to and minds, Dave. Yep, restless um, hearts and minds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we should probably go through. We got Sub Zero, who is uh, hockey themed, but also he has Zero. to smash a. Yep, now playing Zero. Killian Sub Zero now playing Zero. Yep. Um, yeah, he's he, got his uh, trap net. <laughs> Sub, yeah, Sub Zero is pretty sweet. 
He's pretty fully realized, I would say. He's. I think he's the most because he has his own themed area too. Like I would argue, him and you're right. Yeah, the themed area is what does it. Mm, he's the only. He's the only one that has like his own world. Um, then you got Buzzsaw, who looks like he looks like he's about to die at any second. <laughs> yes, like Buzzsaw really is so pink and so sweaty and so swollen. Yeah. He looks like a muscular hot dog, and I'm so worried for him. I'm so constantly worried. Yeah. When the, when he begins by lifting the dirt bike above his head, I forgot that that's part of his theme. So I was like, oh, are, is like weight measured in dirt bikes in this future? <laughs> um, but like his his whole theme is just loud things. Yeah, he looks like his <laughs> like, heart is about to pop. Yes. Any second. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yes. God, he he's. He, yeah, he looks like he's going to pop like a water balloon. He's got Duke Nukem hair. He does. Uh. Um, he ri- Yeah, he's got this stupid fucking helmet for his ear protection, which he definitely ne- needs because everything he does is loud. Is chainsaw as hell. and yeah. dirt bikes. Chainsaw and dirt bikes, yeah. His line is Richards, I love this saw. This sort is, saw is a part of me, and I'm going to make it part of you, which is good line. Good line. He knows what he wants. Yeah, good crazy guy line. Solid Mad yeah. Manning. Good Mad Manning. Yeah. But seriously, like, uh, I, 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 I don't know who live, like, which act of these actors have since deceased. I just assume this actor died immediately uh, after making this film. Yeah. As soon as he rapped. <laughs> yeah. Like. He just oh, collapsed. It looks like, all right, it looks like he's still with us, which, Good. Good again, very surprising. Uh, he was in the Scorpion King. Oh, well, now, obviously, we got to watch and look for him. Yeah. Hopefully, he still has the same little... He's just dressed the same, but it's yeah. the Scorpion King. But, yeah, he's given it his all. and He's doing uh, his best. Yeah. Uh, then there's, of course, Fireball. Beautiful hair. Fucking like Jim simple. Brown. Yep. He has a simple, elegant gimmick. Like, I do... Like, you're right. Sub-Zero probably has the clearest, but Fireball... Um, or the most realized. Fireball is like... I'm Fireball, I have a fucking flamethrower. Uh, immediately exploded. Yeah, which is <laughs> not even funny. a problem because they they got these huge dudes, right? Uh, Buzzsaw, right. uh, Sub Zero, both gigantic dudes. Jim Brown, obviously legendary NFL player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he like he just has like a high top. He's got the Gozer high top uh, and a little flamethrower, and he do- he doesn't ever do like. Uh, strongman fisticuffs or anything so it's interesting weird interesting choice yeah schwarzenegger just comes down like uh, like unplugs his fucking backpack he explodes and he says what a hothead mm. and that's it that's it that's it for a fireball that's it for fireball yeah i think maybe with captain freedom because jesse ventura i know he doesn't like well uh, uh, all right so he he does uh, this in predator it seems like schwarzenegger loves making him take a dive um uh but it does feel like he got like a little gift where it's like okay you get a scene where you kill arnold schwarzenegger it's not real but you get the scene yeah so like he at least gets that yeah all these other dipshits just get embarrassed i mean dynamo Dynamo probably fucking rolls his own car he gets embarrassed twice yeah biggest dipshit fucking he's he's, and and it's i mean it's i feel man this actor, the person who plays Dynamo, I looked him up. He's not an actor. He was just an opera singer. And they're like, well, we want an opera singer. So they got yep. this guy. And it's like, That's boy, this movie, 
what a decision to make because I can you, you're sitting there you're looking at this movie like I, I could be in like a cool fun Arnold movie but <laughs> I'm the embarrassing rapist <laughs> yeah they're like okay so first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna you're you're gonna have like the best power right the best power yeah and you're gonna raiding. completely squander he's driving it. around in a go-kart shooting yeah. electricity but yeah, yeah he immediately fucks up by rolling his own go go rolling and his- getting stuck his space mutiny style uh, that's like, that's golf like, cart. That's like me playing any like battle royale video game. It's like I get all this cool shit and immediately fuck myself. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like ah, sweet, yeah. I found this car. Immediately roll the car and explode. <laughs> he he chases Arnold like up a ramp and rolls the car. Yeah. Then he's crying for help like yeah. a little wuss. Telling them to Arnold cut to commercial. Yeah, Arnold doesn't even kill him, and then he comes back. And and yeah, tries to to uh, rape Amber, and she she just lets him have it, and he is electrocuted while pantsless. Yep, in, and like in his embarrassing tidy whities Yeah, and yes, the character Dynamo has everything coming to him. Yeah, the actor. I I I want to hope the actor saw this and it was like, oh fuck yeah, this is ridiculous. Right. Yeah, yeah, because it's like man. <laughs> What a thing to be known for! It's like right. you're you're, uh, you're 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 an odious rapist, and your only role in this film is to get completely humiliated twice. Yeah, incredible. I mean, uh, somebody's got to play those characters. So more power to Dynamo, but boy, oh yeah, Dynamo I always, fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I always think about these characters. It might be kind of fun for the. It depends on the actor. Yeah, um, where it's like. You get to play such a piece of shit. Again, Kurt Fuller, just killing it in No Holds Barred, you yeah. know? Where it's like, you can really embrace a character like this and be like, I'm going to be the biggest, stupidest piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Or like fucking um, Death Proof. Uh, uh, fucking Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell and Death Proof. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, starts crying. beautiful. Beautiful. So good. Yeah. Um, those are all the stalkers. Uh, yeah, we've got, we've got his, his friends, obviously Amber, Maria, Conchita, Alonzo. Um, yep. She's, they have good chemistry. I think she was in... What is yeah, she, she's, she's in... She's in Predator 2, right? I don't know. She's just extremely good in this. Uh, I don't I, I, if she was ever in anything else with Arnold. I don't know. She's got great fucking charisma in this movie. Yeah, um, yeah she's in Predator 2. She is in too. Predator 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't look like she ever worked with Arnold again, which is a shame, because they... That is a shame. That... They have a good, uh, they got good chemistry in this movie, and she's fun. They really do. Um, um, Yafit Koto obviously plays one of his friends that breaks yep. out. Um, I'm not sure who Nerdermeyer is, the skinny guy. Right. He looked somewhat familiar, but it's you know, there's there's a lot of these Weiss, these that's guys. His name, Weiss. Weiss. There's a lot of these fucking nerdy looking motherfuckers in movies. Yep. We already talked. To, um, we, already, we already talked about Sven, didn't we? Oh shit! He was oh, the right. mortician. He was the mortician. Back to the Future Three. I super remember that, where he's measuring him for his coffin. Oh yeah, yeah, same guy. Nice job, boys. Yeah, shout out to uh, 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 her weird work friend. <laughs> Lucky he didn't kill you too, or rape you and kill you, or kill you and then rape you. I mean, a guy like that, what would stop him? It's like, what the fuck, what lady? Her, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was. <laughs> Yeah, I just went through a really traumatizing situation. I think. The, what the, are you saying to me? The impli- Yeah, I think the implication of that scene is that she, <laughs> she's telling on herself a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, uh, yeah, you know, 
Uh, yeah. But yeah, it is very like, all right, you, need to, you need to pump the brakes, Helen. Yeah, you need, you need to cool down. Yeah. What the absolute fuck is coming out of your mouth? Um, I also want to shout out to the guy who uh, has Arnold Sar- sign the contract and says, use my back, victim. And then very predictably gets a pen stabbed in his back. And it's like, yeah, that's that's yeah. what happens, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his, his, his like station appointed attorney, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have the 80s futuristic dancers, which sextaunt Arnold. Which I guess they have to do every time they bring out a new runner. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the solid gold dancers from Scrooged. Right. It's the Fly Girls. You're right. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Well, we got we got uh, Sven. We we got to talk about Sven. Uh. There's a a fan theory that he is uh, Ben Richards' brother, who has been, you know, they mentioned his his his, his brother got like arrested for reprogramming. And that's why Amber yeah. is living in his brother's apartment. So there are people who have suggested that perhaps Sven is his brother, and that's why Sven yeah. decides not to fight him at the end, and they share a meaningful also, look. You have two. You have two boys, Ben and Sven. That's what you name them. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then obviously Mick Fleetwood. Yep, Mick Fleetwood's yeah, there. Mick Fleetwood running around in there. A uh, huge shout out to the audience, the bloodthirsty old ladies absolutely killing it yeah I w- every I w- single old lady i really want to know how the home game of the running man were- like is it Me a board too. game or is it just like a box with a couple of handguns in it i hope it's the latter but yeah. i'm guessing it's a board game yeah uh yeah there's that boys one mean motherfucker she says about ben richards uh leon who can't decide between buzzsaw and dynamo he's that actor is also just having the time of his life mm-hmm. uh why Just not get them both? Being a real wiener. Why would you ever? Well, yeah, I'm trying to think of who, is, who would ever be like a Dynamo fan. Um, uh, this guy Leon, I guess. Yeah, that's true. I guess I'm 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 colored by having seen the movies. Uh, uh, so yeah, times. but if like Dynamo was just like a character on television, and he was just this enormous opera singer wearing a light bright costume, driving around a little car, electrocuting people, I'd probably have a Dynamo T-shirt. Yeah, I guess. Like, that but guy's you're right. Is awesome. like they'd have to like really curate his his yeah. character based yeah. on what we see of yeah. him. He's got like nine different handlers. Yeah, several PR teams. <laughs> Oh man, um, I I ran out of people. I think that's. All. I think we covered everybody. All right. Well, it's time to determine the most Arnold moment. Holy! I shit. have. A, I mean, I, right, I I've got d- mine. Let me tell. Let me hear yours. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, mine. I I I'm gonna make a case for it. It's the cigar hanging out of his mouth in multiple scenes. Um, oh The yeah. reason I argue this is that one, we know Arnold Schwarzenegger himself likes cigars. Yeah. Uh, two, him having a cigar actually, I think, goes against the character. Like, shouldn't Killian be the one sucking down big cigars, like big fat cat? Yeah, uh, it's, it's, bad guy. You're right. It, it 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 presents. Well, actually, like I he, don't know. It. I agree. with I'm you. not saying people can't. I'm not saying people can't smoke cigars. Revolutionaries can smoke cigars. Um, it's just <laughs> Castro. Yeah, it, it, if you're doing a a movie where everything's supposed to be like you know. So black and white, where they're like, "Look at the, look at the rich bad guy. Sort look at of, the remember poor his... working class prisoner. He has a cigar when he gets out of prison, I th- and it just feels like that's something a villain should be doing." I think it works though, 
because if you think about it, his arc, as much as there is one, is he gets radicalized. So when he right. first breaks out of prison, he doesn't want anything to do with the resistance. He just wants to kind of like lay low and live Smoke his life. His so cigar. Yeah. the first thing he's going to do is grab himself a cigar, got my Hawaiian shirt, I'm fucking rolling. So that yeah. kind, it kind of makes sense for his character, even though it is clearly... Uh, I'm not. I'm not clear. It's. I am 95 percent certain it was just a situation. Was like, could I have a cigar in this scene? Of course, yeah, I can have like... whatever you want. I feel like I could. <laughs> like, you know, he's walking around. He's being casual. Perhaps Arnold presented this argument about the Ben Richards character. Like, see, he doesn't care about the revolution yet, so he'd go and get himself a cigar, perhaps a Big Mac. Um, you know, he's just you know, he's just out of prison. He's trying to party. He doesn't want to fight fight the government. Um. So yeah, I, I think, mean, yeah, yeah, it's possibly possible. It does, it does. I agree with you, but I also feel like it does kind of work for his character. Yeah, no, you can make that argument. I just, I, I definitely, it's just so, it's so fucking Arnold. Yeah, what's your moment? It's, 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 it is right. It is very close to having Ben Richards just be wearing a Planet Hollywood shirt. I do agree with that. Yeah. Um. My most Arnold moment was tough. Um, I already said mm. Sub-Zero, now Plane Zero. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, but I think it's going to have to be, I hope you saved enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. Um, <laughs> yeah, it would be that line. I think it, That's a great this is, line. Running Man is a treasure trove of Arnold one-liners. Um, so honestly, you could pick any one of those. But I think the ram, ram my fist in your stomach and Sub-Zero now Plane Zero are like the two yes. S-tier Arnold lines from this film. So yeah. those would be my biggest – those are my – the thing I have – so what uh, uh, originally made – endeared this movie to me were those two lines like that absolutely like that level of absurd silliness is why i kept coming back to running man as a as a kid and a teenager and now as a fucking adult man um, it's, it's that it's dialogue like that right and again much like ben richards takes over the running man arnold schwarzenegger takes over the running man yeah in this film like it, it, and it's so these are very arnold moments because they're so arnold despite the movie he's in mm -hmm. like again he really shouldn't be saying shit like that in this movie but he is and it's great and we love it this movie is it's almost like a companion piece to commando uh right. and not just because with their powers combined they're the wonder twins of arnold one-liners that's the greatest one-liners in those yeah movies. um but they're also so they're also like self self parody almost <laughs> like it's commando Absolutely. commando much more intentionally. Like I think this was more of a, of a symptom of Arnold being a superstar and he's like genuinely flexing his superstar muscles a bit in this movie. But it also is just this, the, the tone of the entire film and it's not just Arnold, like the movie around him is very much not taking itself that seriously for right. as serious a subject matter as it is uh the movie is very tongue-in-cheek around him it really is so it's like it's, it's like arnold 
at this point still has i don't think has made a straightforward action movie at this point right. in his career yet it's, it's been it's terminator and predator and conan and commando it's been these fucking weird ones raw deal i guess is the closest but has that come uh, out yet or does that come out after this no we already covered Rod we deal. already that's right we already covered yeah. Raw deal shit yeah yeah and, uh, Ima- like imagine going to a Schwarzenegger film in this era and being like, I have no idea what this is going to be. Because you, you sit down to watch Predator and you're like, holy shit. Then The Running Man, you're like, okay, I guess this will be serious. Nope, not serious at all. Like, I f- Absolutely out of its mind. I feel like you would come at, if you were watching Arnold at this point, and of course I was, but I was a little kid, so I, I took everything at face value because you do when you're a child. So yeah. I'm just I just took Commando and Running Man at face value. It's like, oh, he's glib because he's so fucking cool, uh, right. and not because it's like hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, but I could imagine like if I was in like my twenties, uh, going to see Arnold movies during the rise of Arnold's career, I might think of him as like a Ryan Reynolds type action hero or like a Chris Pratt type action hero. Yeah, where it's like he's kind of making fun of action movies. We talked about that with, I think commando where it's almost like, or like a Channing Tatum movie snatch. Like it's, it, it, or not snatch um, crank. Yeah. Where it's like, these movies are out of their minds in this self-aware way. Yes. Uh, What an amazing time for action. Like, I think I might have thought of Arnold as like a comedic action star. Absolutely. Yeah. And even more so, in the future. Right, because he, he leans harder into it. As soon as he does yep. his first, like, as soon as he does, twi- does Twins. We're a year away from Twins. Yeah, he starts really leaning into it. Uh, yep. And then, like, he does the last action hero. It's like a deconstruction of a career that he's only really had for, like, five movies at that point. I know. It's so interesting to actually sit and look at the movies that he actually made during this period separate from what his persona is. And it's like, wow, he really didn't make too many straightforward action movies. No, they were all parodies of movies he never made. (laughs) Movies he didn't make. Yeah. Yeah. It's extremely weird. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're getting into red heat, uh, then twins, then total recall, then kindergarten cop, then T2. Right, so there, uh, we're, we're already playing with his image, like in Twins yeah. and Total, and not Total Recall. Twins and Kindergarten Cop are already playing with this image that he doesn't really really have. have. Yeah, we always we're getting into like, '90s Arnold, which '90s Arnold is mm. getting into the cute. Yeah, like you said, playing with his image, playing with his last image, action yeah. hero, True Lies, uh, Junior. Yeah, True Lies. Jingle uh, it's all the, the way. Yeah, it's the meta stuff. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I don't know what it's meta of. Right, like, I'm <laughs> sitting here thinking, these. and I think, like, the only two straightforward action movies that I can think of in this, uh, from the beginning of his career to, like, the mid-90s are Red, or, well, Raw Deal. Yeah, Raw Deal. Okay, so three. I guess Raw Red Deal, Heat. Raw Deal, Red Heat, and Eraser. Right. And that's, like, 15 years of movies. Everything else is either a fucking buck wild genre movie or like actively uh, a satire of action movies. Yeah. It's so fucking strange. It's extremely strange. Yeah. And we love him for it. He's Yeah. He's the best day. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing era. Yeah. What oh a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time. 
Uh, should we get to the last section? I think so. Or should we rate this? So out of uh, so as people know, between one and ninety-seven restless hearts, um, where would you rank this one? Oh, man, it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard. hard. It's hard. Oh man, I'm gonna say sixty-nine restless hearts, Dave. Sixty-nine. Ooh, that's restless good. Hearts. Although I wanted right. to say ninety-nine restless hearts. Ooh, yeah, 99 gonna... restless hearts go by, Dave. <laughs> because my heart is, as soon as this movie ends, like as soon as the end credits come up and Restless Heart starts playing, my heart is immediately restless to start watching The Running Man again. Absolutely. So wait, what do we, what do we want to do? I'm going to go with 99. I was going to go with 69 because you know, right. like it's like funny, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a, a joke. Funny but I feel like I need to be sincere. I feel like I need to be genuine. So 99. Okay. 99 yeah, I, restless I, hearts. I was going to say 97, but yeah, uh, let's do 99. I'll write it down uh, for our database, people mm-hmm. following at home. Yeah. Uh, let us know how we're doing with our ratings database of this of the Schwarzenegger films. I, someone's keeping track, right? Yeah, somebody is. Yeah. Not me, but somebody. Uh, no, no, somebody's got to be. Uh, man, I think that's it. I think we covered it. I think we did it, Dave. I think we really, we covered the shit out of it. We um, covered Running Nor- Man so fucking hard. Yeah, Norm from Cheers, thank you so much, as mm. always. Always, uh, always. Always a blast. I don't know which one we're going to cover next. If we're skipping Red Heat, going straight to Twins, I'm not sure. Um, but we're getting into the 90s soon. We're, we're rolling in, and shit's about to get real. Mm-hmm. I'm so, I haven't watched True Lies in a while, and I've been meaning to. Oh, and I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to hold off until... I mean, I used to watch it regularly. Yeah. I know that movie by heart, but... It's we'll t- been like a couple years. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. It's one of Arnold's most problematic films. Um, That's it, interesting. Still, yeah, it's very you know every literally every brown person in it is a bad guy. Oh yes, yes. I would um, also argue uh, the way he treats his wife not great. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's also like man, James Cameron should have done more straight up action films. Yeah, just a, like a goofball action comedy. It's it's an yeah. it's, it's an interesting conversation to have about True Lies because there's still a lot of stuff that's really fun about it, but it's also, boy, is it. I mean, it's 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 kind of racist, and there's a little. Oh yeah. We'll we'll talk about, and, and obviously there's some behind the scenes shit. Um, uh, that'll be a fast. Yeah, so it'll one. be it'll be an interesting conversation to have. Yeah, yeah, because there's a lot to love, but you're right; it's deeply problematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be interesting. I'm trying to think of his other movies if there was any at, that bad. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll get around to it. Um, yeah. So I guess until then, we should tell people about our Patreon. We have a Patreon. That's how this was made. Patreon.com/slash/gamefullyunemployed for just five dollars a month, you get access to a bunch of podcasts exclusively on there, like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Spielboys, Star Trek: The Next Futurama. For ten dollars a month, you can watch movies with us every Friday night. Uh, and yeah, there's also tiers where you can have custom podcasts made and custom we just watched episodes. So check all of that out on Patreon.com/slash/gamefullyunemployed. Indeed. Do it. Uh, we also have a store, uh, head over to gameplayemployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. Uh, so check that out. Yep. And remember when the world you knew got shattered, 
You and me was all that mattered. Mm -hmm. Just one way, I'm going to lose this restless heart running away with you. Mm -hmm. The end. Australia. Australia.